Welcome back to Jackson Transplants, the welcome committee for transplants. Jacksonians welcome, but not necessary. In episode 44, I speak to Yasmin Collins, originally from the great city of New Orleans. <laughs> and she's also co-owner of Herbal Blessings. conversation melvin said we need to record this <laughs> i think we've been talking for uh, nearly 30 minutes now but um so i visited your store um recently and i'm cool with malcolm so he works there he's like yeah um layback mac y'all might know him as but he's like yeah you need to interview them and i was trying to figure that out anyway but i was like where are the owners from he's like well one is from new orleans and i was like i wonder why you would like that yeah i was like Give me her contact information <laughs> now. And I'm like, I need to record her like this Sunday, which is usually I like to give more time, like a week or something in advance. But I was like, no, I need to do this like right now. Then on top of that, when we talk, I say, you know, I usually like to send out a list of questions in advance to make people comfortable. And you're like, I, I don't need any of that. So I don't even have questions. So we're going to see where this goes. Let's do it. But uh, so naturally, my first question is why open a store? First of all, describe what kind of story you have before I ask the question. Okay. Uh, so, um, Herbal Blessings is more like an experience. Okay. Um, that happens to have a brick and mortar. Uh, we also have an online experience as well. But um, we're here in Jackson mm-hmm. uh, on downtown Ferris Street. And we are really here to support anybody who's looking for a journey to better health. We live in a world of addictive foods. We live in a world where a lot of people don't understand their own human body systems. Uh, and so we really are there to support anybody who's curious about anything that they're going on as far as their ailments and how they can work to heal themselves. And so we have about 300 different medicinal herbs in the store. We have custom blends. We make custom teas. Um, we have a tea bar if you want to come in and just get a cup of tea. Uh, everything assisting individuals with energy levels and anxiety. Uh, we also have spiritual candles, sage, gemstones. So it's more like taking a little bit of um, a shop that you might go to in Brooklyn. I or- was look. I was just gonna say I was gonna <laughs> wait on it, but. Um- you know, I had heard about you guys just from people like sharing it on social media. So I'm like, okay, I got to check it out. And then I I saw Malcolm share a post about elderberry. And I'm like, ah, I've been taking it for a while, but we stay sick. And he's like, no, you need to get this kind. And granted, like I was getting it from Kroger. Uh, it's like a gummy mixture with all kind of stuff. So like understandable, like it was not working. So I went there to your shop and I'm like... What is a place like this doing in Jackson? And I asked him, I'm like, like I would never think this would exist in Jackson. And then I went on to say, and then, you know, black people own it. Like I wouldn't think that would happen here. So the questions I had um, were, first of all, you know, like why did you start, you know, why did you open your store? Secondly, 
Why in Jackson? Thirdly, why on Ferris Street? Just because Ferris Street can be kind of controversial sometimes. But, you know, you being from New Orleans, I feel like it makes sense for you to have a story like that. But then I'm like, in Jackson, I'm like, ah, you know, it feels, you know, it feels normal anywhere else, <laughs> but Jackson, so... Well, people, a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, well, people live here, right? Yeah. Um, I live here. And so um, we were talking about, um, after we had our son, who's uh, two years old now, um, about what Jackson would look like to us and whether or not we wanted to be a part of that change that we wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so often, I mean, me being from New Orleans, I don't ever meet a New Orleanian who's not proud of their city. Right. Um, but my husband would describe, and I would start to see how people being from Jackson weren't proud of their city as far as the way they communicated it to others, right? Um, and it was kind of like airing out your dirty laundry to the to the person that just, just arrived. Like, ooh, why did you move to Jackson? Uh, and I particularly like Jackson. That's why I decided to stay uh, after I visited often. And I knew that there was a lot of things that needed to be done. But as a change agent, I didn't see that as a problem. I saw that as an opportunity for us to be able to be that individual who brought our lifestyle really to a brick and mortar, to a place. And uh, you say, why Jackson? Like I said, we lived here. And mm-hmm. then why Ferris Street? Because why not Ferris yeah. Street? Um, it being so historical and we always see in cities there's a movement back into the city so why not be a part of the movement as opposed to watching others make a move and then 20 years or 30 years from now like I could have had an opportunity but you didn't invest in it you didn't take that kind of time and so it is like a plant you gotta you know a seed you gotta watch it grow you gotta put sunlight on it so of course, we could have picked another location in Jackson where people like to frequent more often. But we say we want to bring people to Ferris Street yeah. because it's a part of our it's a part of the Herbal Blessings experience. Uh, not letting a uh, an area like that. It's not just the street, but the historic mm-hmm. Ferris Street district die. Yeah. As a, a civil rights groupie, as I as I call myself, there mm-hmm. is no way in the world. Once my husband decided that um, he was serious about it, and he told me he said we're doing it on Ferris Street. I said I wouldn't do it any other place yeah. uh so it just it totally made sense for yeah. us and so it's, it's it's cool to be a part of it it's cool to to see the vision come together and uh we are looking to do more things on mm-hmm. fair street for sure so two things and i guess it goes back to me you know the question is i've been here so long but i refuse to call myself a jacksonian <laughs> so and i have explained several times and we've had a little bit of the conversation just how i was raised as a new orleanian to have so much pride regardless of what goes on and i even mentioned um on the previous episode that you know despite all of the issues new orleans had like you ever you don't never badmouth new orleans publicly and I say the same thing for Jackson. Normally, you know, I might talk about the people sometimes, but normally the city as a whole, I'm like, if I have issues, those issues are best discussed via text message, uh, group messenger. Like, you do not discuss that thing. But that's one thing I feel like has been an issue in me connecting, like, the level. Like, New Orleans could do everything wrong. And I would still be so proud to be from that city and represent that city. Whereas we're here, and I'm not sure if it's just what I see, um, you know, we know we have a lot of issues here and it's going to take a long time to fix those, but that's mostly what I feel like it is here. And I think, 
you know, it's challenging because you don't have all your resources in the city, but it's natural to go to the suburbs and get what you don't need and, you know, vice versa. You have to work and you have to shop. Whereas when I'm home, I don't do chains at all, but never. And I just, you know, when we had to pick up some things, I know my mom was having phone issues. And I was like, girl, let's just go to Metairie and go to Apple. Like, I paid for your insurance for it to be fixed. And she's like, I'm not giving those people that my money. So it's just, you know, like when I'm home, like, that's how we kind of govern ourselves. And, like, here, I really don't always... I will be honest and say I don't feel that at all. I won't say I always don't feel it, but I don't feel that same level of pride. Even for the people who are really prideful, it's still not as much pride as we had growing up, coming from the city. And that I carry with me now because yeah. I tell people I refuse. I'm always going to be a New Orleanian first. And I just reside in Jackson, but I'm still going to always be a New Orleanian. Um, and the second thing, like you mentioned about Fair Street, I don't know all of the history regarding Ferris Street. I just know when I started working in planning, there was some um, issue on what the future of Ferris Street looked like. Should it be an entertainment district? Should it be like Bill Street? Should it be like Bourbon Street? Or should it go back to like his historic roots? And I just saw a tug of war. And at one point we were told, look, we, we like your interest in Ferris Street, but like if you're gonna be an employee here, you need to go with what we want. So kind of like after that, kind of stopped following all of the things that was going on. For me, as a planner and as a person who's originally from New Orleans, I think the best use of it is this historic use and the unique experience. I think to be like Bill Street, well, why would anybody wanna to come to Jackson? They can go to Bill Street. Or to be like Bourbon Street, why would anybody wanna to go to Jackson? If it's Bourbon Street, but if it's a unique experience on Ferris Street, then you have people who are more likely to want to be there. People go and travel for unique experiences. So, yeah, I was just wondering because I'm like, I thought that was a very bold statement for you guys to locate there, especially with like, you know, like the history of it, not just like the history of, you know, like the civil rights, but like the most recent history on what Ferris Street should look like for people, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, before we were there, though, that was the same drugstore. It was a pharmacy. Dr. Harmon, Dr. George Harmon was in that same exact suite that we are in. Okay. And so, we are stepping really into someone else's uh, dream for that location. Mm -hmm. At the time when we were looking at it and we received the keys, uh, we didn't even know what had been there before. Uh, and so we have a picture of Dr. Harmon on our, our uh, ancestral altar, yeah. uh, certainly honoring him because um, the things that he did on Ferris Street, the people that he served on mm-hmm. Ferris Street, um, ranged from everybody from Dr. King to Megar Evers mm-hmm. uh, to the lady around the corner who probably couldn't have couldn't afford yeah. um, a whole lot of medicine and people paid on credit, mm-hmm. um, which is a really cool thing to be able to take care of your community. So yeah. um, it made total sense for us to be on Ferris Street, uh, not too familiar with the issues that I guess the larger individuals or cohorts had for the city mm-hmm. uh, and for Ferris Street, but certainly listening to the people. Um, them being excited when they come into Herbal Blessings yeah. about being able to shop on Ferris Street has mm-hmm. really fueled our energy yeah. to say, hey, you know, we want to certainly do more and see more things come down here and how can we support that and what that would look like, right? Um, and as far as uh, I stopped a long time ago, I guess I've lived in a whole lot of different kind of cities. Yeah. I stopped comparing them to each other as far as the people and That's the way they express smart. themselves um, <laughs> because of the fact that I was like, you know what, this is apple and oranges. Yeah. And the only thing I can compare to cities are locations as far as like geographic. So yeah. if, we were, if I was going to describe to somebody 
uh, who was from Atlanta, what a certain part of Jackson would be like, I would say, oh, it's like little five points. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and that, and where, where is that in Jackson? That's like Fondren, you know, yeah. uh, as opposed to trying to explain why, um, from somebody in Atlanta loves to sit in traffic for 45 minutes yeah. and somebody in Jackson can't imagine sitting in traffic for 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, two different, two different worlds. Right. Uh, so it's just exciting to see, um, Jacksonians be proud of, whenever somebody puts on for their city. So yeah. I do notice that uh, about them. And so Herbal Blessed is definitely putting on for the city, I supporting really everybody's journey. Because like you said about the elderberry, I didn't know that as well, that you know when you read the back of ingredient labels, the first thing in it is the majority of what's in it. Yeah. And it kind of goes down as you read further down. Yeah. And if it says elderberry gummies and the sixth thing on the on the ingredient label is elderberry. Yeah. <laughs> Before that is cane sugar, um, vegetable glycerin, yeah. some gelatin. You you get all the way down to the one thing that they're advertising for you yeah. to say this is in it. And so I had to learn that uh, the hard way. A lot of us are learning that the hard way. You know, we don't think like that, but certainly um, people that are presenting things to you are thinking like that, and that's the way it's written. So I mean, really, it was like common sense i was like this is a gummy so like common sense this really isn't working that well because, because but you feel you know but you feel you good know. you know you're doing something that's healthy yeah you know on the front of that label so no it, it's definitely really designed to kind of kind of trick your senses mm -hmm. and so um your kids ask for it a whole lot yeah that's addictive because it's sugar in it yeah sugar is a is a drug uh, it's a legal drug, but mm. it certainly is a, is a, is an un, you know unregulated drug uh, for sure. And so, if you think about the fact that you can get addicted to the sugar, and mm. I'm asking for it, and I'm two, and you're like, well, I'm I'm winning as a parent. Like mm. we doing it big. So I certainly get those concepts. I used to buy those things for my nieces and nephews, thinking mm -hmm. I was doing the the right thing. Yeah. Uh, and so now that I have a shop and I'm able to educate other moms and dads yeah. um, about the difference between, and then they're able to see themselves like, oh, wow, our winter was very different this winter yeah. than what it was last winter, right? Uh, and you guys will certainly enjoy that this time. Well, and I did tell Malcolm that we're taking it as a family. Mm -hmm. So, like, everybody takes a spoonful at the same time. <laughs> so, to encourage um, her to do mm -hmm. it. But um, you just have so many things. I didn't have as much time because I had, like, a lunch meeting right after. Gotcha. Um, but I was just like, this is, like so much stuff like i want to look at everything and then i told malcolm the other interesting part was like the metaphysical side of it like the candles like you had sage um then you had the altar yeah. and I i'm curious about how altars work um i didn't get a chance i went to a place in houston mm -hmm. and i saw theirs and we didn't get a chance to ask him about it but um can you kind of tell me the significance of having the altar for your ancestors there? So you're able to open up that line of communication, mm -hmm. right? And so uh, your ancestors are always there with you. We kind of always say that. Right. Uh, and so if they're always with you, then why not be able to communicate with them? Mm -hmm. Why not be able to have reverence? Uh, and I was watching a, a cartoon movie with my son the other day called Coco. Yeah. And Coco did a really good job of, I guess... Um, animating and kind of translating 
for the general public what that looks like, right? right? And then for the fact that if you didn't have your per- your family's picture on your mantle to mm-hmm. be able to honor them, mm-hmm. then they couldn't come back right. to this to that life. Right. And so this gentleman the entire time was trying to meet his grandfather yeah. and follow his grandfather's legacy when the entire time he was with him, yeah. well, he would have never known because he didn't have a picture of him for that to pass down. Right. And I was like, look at this little movie right here. Yeah. I don't think he was watching it at all for real, but that's one of those kinds that you, that you as a parent end up watching yeah. and your kids running around. I was like, this is interesting. Yeah. And for the Day of the Dead, right? And so there are a lot of cultures that understand right. the notion of, and not really the notion, but the practice of being able to have a relationship mm-hmm. um, with individuals who already love you, yeah. who already are listening for you, mm-hmm. who already are wanting you to win, mm-hmm. to be able to tap into that power yourself. Yeah, And I, like I said, it was interesting to me because really my comment was, black people in Jackson did this <laughs> because Jackson is such um a religious city you know everybody's like pretty much engulfed like in Christianity so I feel like it's still kind of a whisper in Jackson when people talking about it there's definitely like a bigger community um you know in Mississippi that follows that but like I don't see many black people is why I told Malcolm <laughs> and he was like yeah and I was like oh, that's that's interesting I was like, I have to come back um you know, just to like hang out because I think I was only there like 15 minutes. So I thought I told him like that was interesting, but just in general to have access to so many things. You know, Rainbow used to mean that for us, and then they closed, but they relocated in Ridgeland, so we need something like here. But um, and you have Whole Foods, but then you run into the same issue. Like I talked about, with, like the elderberry, like you're getting something and it's like candy, and you're wondering <laughs> if it's uh, helpful. So yeah. Um, yeah, so it's definitely needed. Like, how has business been for you guys? I feel like I've only seen positive things online. It's, it's been exciting. Like I said, I, the the customers mm-hmm. and the family members that come mm-hmm. in, because um, once you come in more than once, you kind of feel like a family member mm-hmm. uh, and really a part of a part of what we're doing as far as a movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the feedback is awesome. The things that people want, you know, we try to provide it for yeah. them. Um, the shelves when we started off first in April were. Not as plentiful as you see now. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see a, a picture of us in April and to see a picture of the shop today, um, I can't even imagine where we are now as far as being able to provide that service. And so, people asking us is really how you know we got some of the blends and say, hey, you know what, I'm you know I'm suffering from uh, diabetes, right? And so, mm-hmm. if you do research on that, you'll know that that's really a a mucus uh, accumulation in your pancreas, gallbladder, and liver. They're overworked. And so mm-hmm. as a result, your body can't convert glucose, mm-hmm. which is what you're eating, into energy. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you have high levels of sugar in your blood. Mm-hmm. And so if you can really address those organ systems and yeah. really do a good detox on those. And so we've researched herbs that work together in a nice concert yeah. to help you do a liver detox and, mm-hmm. to, and to cleanse that gallbladder. Because a lot of people in Jackson have come to us with diabetes and said, well, I, had, I got my gallbladder yeah. removed, right? Um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to have my toe cut off. And so talking about that plant-based diet, talking about those things that you can do at home Mm -hmm. to keep yourself accountable so that your numbers can change when you go back to the doctor to check on them because you are the only person 
Your doctor does not go home with you. Yeah. I do not go home with you. No one cooks your meals but you and your family. Mm-hmm. If you are eating out, you have to be very intentional about what you're putting into your body. Yeah. And so these are the kind of conversations. It's like we're shedding light mm-hmm. and hoping that people will go down the hole themselves or either people have already shed their own light. And they're just mm-hmm. like, I've been waiting on a place to come to to be able to provide that. So yeah. we have about 300 plus herbs, everything from activated charcoal to sea moss mm-hmm. to... Uh, wild yam root, right? I just started using activated charcoal for my teeth mm-hmm. to whiten. A great, great, great teeth whitener. We have uh, because like the dentist was like, "Oh, this is gonna cost five hundred dollars," and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna cost research <laughs> <laughs> to wipe my teeth." <laughs> Absolutely, and so no, there are a lot of different things and uh, a lot of uh, stuff. We're like, "Well, this is, is this new?" I said, "No, a lot of these are ancient practices." Yeah. Um, you know, the use of yoni steaming. I was talking to her mm-hmm. the other day about just the benefits of vaginal steaming, yeah. just in general, and she was like. I I saw a picture of a lady sitting on a pot, like, yeah. a, like a long, like an ancient picture or a yeah. native picture. I said, yeah, she was yoni steaming. Yeah. And she said, I remember there was like, um, looked like there was like steam or something that, yeah. that was around the picture. I said, yeah, that's probably what she was doing. And it was yeah. just her connecting the dots on what she had seen, I guess, uh, in her photo memory. Yeah. And then kind of having that conversation about how she felt after she had created that blend mm-hmm. to be able to yoni steam at home, right? Uh, so we, we have folks that come in from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are from, most of them are from Jackson. Some are from New York. Some are from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And they've moved here. And they're like, I'm used to having these places where I'm yeah, from. That's why, yeah, that's um, why I, I felt like it was very familiar. And it exists in every other city. But just, like, I had never really we, seen it here. Certainly, yeah. We certainly did need something um, like, like this. And so we're excited. We're definitely going to um, make more herbal blessings within the state of Mississippi for yeah. sure. And hopefully around the country country and the and the and the world for that matter right and so this is just an exciting time for i think a lot of people they're really doing more research on their own Mm -hmm. and not trusting what it says on the on the front of the label like we're talking about everybody's starting to start to turn around on the back Mm -hmm. uh, starting to watch these different documentaries and do research on the actual side effects of x y and z so it's just a cool time to be to be plant-based and to be Someone who has been doing this for a while, who's been, you know, pretty successful at their own health yeah. uh, and their family's health to be able to say, you know, you can turn walnut meat uh, into awesome spaghetti. And they're like, are you serious? I'm like, trust me, I'm yeah. from a city that I love to eat. I said, but I could not continue to eat the same things that created all that mucus. And I'm walking yeah. around with a towel just trying to catch some of this stuff in certain seasons. I said, that was not cute. Yeah. I said, so something had to stop just in my personal life yeah. to be able to deal with that. And I said, so trust me, walnut meat, when you season it right, it's banging. I said, you do not eat raw meat. I said, if I put a, a piece of raw chicken right here right now. If you don't chew it, you are you do not love meat like that. Yeah. You love the seasonings. And so we talk about seasonings at the shop. We have a lot of different things that you can, you know, cook with. And, yeah. you know, so it's it's, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting because it's definitely needed. Now, I will tell you, interestingly, I eat, I have a better diet when I'm at home than I do here. Okay. And the reason why is okay. because... One of my grandmothers was a dietitian for like 30 something years. Okay. And I had another grandmother who worked at Weight Watchers for another 30 something years. Oh, goodness. So, <laughs> you know, they're watching what you're eating, making sure you don't have a bunch of um, starches on your plate and gotcha. stuff like that. Okay. So I'm like, when I'm at home, I eat way better than when I'm here. But I think my diet has changed for 
the challenge is convenience. And yeah. I'm thinking about even the things, not only the food we consume, but like even the medication and stuff like that. Yeah. Me and Melvin were just talking about that earlier. It's out of convenience. Yeah, the you quick know? Fix. Yeah. So this is definitely a good place uh, to start because I know a lot of people, I tell my husband, I say, in order for us to change our diet and lifestyle, I, say, I need you to do it with me. Yeah. I say, it's not going to work me doing my own, but I also want my mom to come with me on this journey. Okay. And I know the listeners are probably listening like, we've heard this story before. Okay. Um, <laughs> even with the gym, because of course, when life gets hectic, I go back to all those really, really oh, bad yeah. habits. I mean, you know? it it makes you feel good. It gives you a high. Like certain things that we eat, when the dopamines come out, then you don't have to worry about the issue that you were just thinking about. Mm. So it's not by not by design. So to say, oh, well, yeah, go eat you a bunch of carrots tomorrow. Yeah. Like, you're not going to come in Herbal Blessings and hear anybody say that to you that works that works there because we've all been there before. So, yeah. you know, I can't say if you ate Buffalo Wild Wings yesterday that you're not, you know, you not a good person. Mm-hmm. All I can say to you is that you need to probably check the fact that you eat them every Monday and then on Tuesday you don't, you can't poop and on Wednesday you're angry. There might, there <laughs> might, there just might be something, yeah. you know, to that. Yeah. Because you're the one noticing it. I, you didn't, I didn't say that to yeah. you. You're the one that came to me on Monday and said, I can't poop today or I'm yeah. pooping way too much yeah you know and so those are all signs as one of the young ladies told me she said I'm 30 her check engine light came on I had never heard that before she was like and I thought I was too young for my check engine light to come on I said well yes and no yeah I was like you know if you eat so poorly for so many years and yeah we'll come on sooner I said, your grandmother didn't eat Wendy's every day. So her check engine light didn't come on as sooner. My husband and I talk about that often, just the fact growing up, like how much access we had to junk food or fast food, how often we ate out. And the answer is rarely. (laughs) The answer is rarely. But now, especially now that we have a child, we definitely want to make sure. And like I said, well, I don't think I told you, but like we stay sick. So that was the the reason why I came and visit you guys anyway. So I was like... You know, and I was talking to Melvin about it. I was like, you know, because he was like, I don't want to take medication. I was like, I know you don't want to. I said, that's really the quick fix, I say. But I know the cost of it is really our diet. Yeah, but you know what? Between your immune system and your lymphatic system, that's the, that's the two systems I want you to look up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your immune system is one thing, but if your lymphatic system is really clogged up and it's not moving, then it's they're almost one and the same. You know, we got 11 body systems. Mm-hmm. So those really complement each other. So um, you could do like probably do some research on kind of foods to eat to help your lymphatic system mm-hmm. or what kind of little things y'all can do. You can get a dry brush and actually brush yourself. Y'all can jump. Mm-hmm. I know your daughter would love to jump. And if mm-hmm. you're jumping, then you're moving that lymphatic system. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of things y'all can do as a family well, you know, to, 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 you know, to, to at least get the lymphatic system moving yeah. because it's probably in waves too. Yeah. When the sun is not less out, y'all get more sick. Yeah. There's no coincidence. It's well, not because it's cold. It's the just doctor tells us daycare. That's what the doctor tells us. It was like, you know, as long as she's young, and what, let me tell you how it happens. It hit her, it yeah, hits her, yeah, yeah, yeah. then gets me, and yeah. it hits my husband, and yeah. then it's like. And then y'all all down for the count. All down, uh-huh. and then two months later, it happens again. Yeah. And I, you know, for me, <laughs> I'm tired of going to I, MEA. You know, I can understand that. <laughs> I, I can understand that and have to get the antibiotics, and it gives you the antibodies. And so yeah. you really want your body to be able to make that, because if she's encountering it, it's fine, because, you know, kids going to encounter stuff. I'm a 
cough on this, then he gonna lick on it, then you gonna then you gonna put it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. That has been happening before the beginnings of time when you put kids together. Mm-hmm. What is different nowadays is that our bodies are being pumped up very early with a lot of antibodies that our body doesn't get to make so many of them. So when it hits you, it hits you hard again. Yeah. As opposed to when it hits you, you don't get it again because you know your grandma gave you the soup and the whatever, and you stayed in the bed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you didn't, you know, you and, and I didn't get pumped up with a lot of that and stuff. And guess Elvin, what? When you, was, when you was real little, when you went to the doctor, they said, give him some chicken noodle soup and orange juice, I remember, you know? Um, and look, this is what makes it worse, because I explained uh, in a previous episode that I have upper respiratory infection and ear infections. What makes it worse, I asked the doctor, I was like, so I was like, realistically, how much rest do I need? She said, well, at least for the rest of the day. So I did take, I laid around for a few hours, but after that, That's crazy. after that, cause I, I told you I'm trying to meet these deadlines for my dissertation. I literally am like, I cannot afford to be sick or get rest until two weeks from now, which includes this week. So that means yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not resting yeah. or doing anything to take care of myself. Y'all need to do uh, two, one in the morning, one at night. And you need to do three. What the, the uh, el- yeah elderberry really yeah, yeah so you know you have different levels and so you want to make sure that you're giving your body enough of it when it was metabolizing mm-hmm. so it's not going to hurt if you take too much if the baby gets a little too much all it's going to do is make her poop a little bit okay because it's a high antioxidant fruit you know okay. it's really a berry and yeah. so based on what you're telling me and I'm gonna say this on record okay you can, you can check check what are on her next episodes mm-hmm. this is gonna be a different season for you guys okay so I don't know if you got the four ounce or the eight ounce but I think I got the smaller. So so that's about to go real fast. Okay. And so next time you come, you're going to need to probably just get two eight. I'm yeah. going to treat you to one. You get the other one. Okay. And so that's 16 ounces yeah. right there. And y'all take that. Get yeah. your life together. She's going to enjoy it because her taste buds is adapting to it faster than y'all's yeah. are. My yeah. Yeah. She, she took it because uh, Malcolm's like, how did she do? I said, she was fine. And she's like, you, mommy, you take it now. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So y'all all do it together still. Yeah. But do it in the morning and at night. So mm-hmm. that you can be more covered and you, you just take an extra little shot yourself. Yeah. You know, when you studying or when you down or when you, you know. Because listen, I need to be able to function, which is like, you see, I have this coffee. I have like an energy drink where I'm at. I need to be able to function like at a 10 from early in the morning to like 2 o'clock in the yeah, morning every day right now. Because you got dairy in this coffee. I do have. And look, and I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, we and all are lactose intolerant. You ain't no cow. That's true. Your body just smart. That's and all. then also, I'm not supposed to consume uh, what's the um, stuff that's in like breads and stuff like that. Uh, gluten. Gluten. I also have a gluten allergy. I know this. I will break out with like eczema and hives. I know this. So let's just and get I your will immune system and lymphatic system together. I need to just talk to you after this, right? Yeah, so let's, <laughs> let's just get your immune system and your lymphatic system together. Let's get those two flowing. Yeah. Um. And when you need energy, really water, water. It will keep me up. It's going to keep you up. Okay. See, right now you're doing this artificial, so you're having that crash. We need to be flow yeah yeah you want to smooth you don't want that rocky energy yeah. that rocky energy is going to take you down as soon as one of us cough on you real bad yeah and then you're going to be down and be like dang i'm down for three days i think you would prefer to sleep a little bit more yeah and not have days where you totally down but guess what my kid don't sleep anyway she doesn't oh, yeah, sleep through the night no, so <laughs> no. i would love to get rest but yeah so i'm doing like absolutely at this time i will tell you i'm doing Probably the worst to my body I've done like okay. in the entire year. Well, just because 
yeah. you know. So no, we you gotta invest in invest in your ability to be able to to get to the point. Because right now a lot of people are ill because there is no sunlight. Yeah. A lot of people are depressed because there is no sunlight. There's yeah. no, you know what I mean? There's no coincidence by that. So as yeah. a result, we gotta be more vigilant. So mm-hmm. when you see the sun. Although it's cold, just stand in it for five minutes mm-hmm. so you can activate your penile gland. You see what I'm saying? Like, just those little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can still be doing your homework. You can still be reading your dissertation. Mm-hmm. You can still be highlighting something. But that's just that intentionality that you that you take in that chance. Yeah. And then you take your elderberry like crazy. The reason why Malcolm loves elderberry, true story, Malcolm came into the shop one day, sounded like Darth Vader. <laughs> and I was like, uh, you work here. There's no way. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, this this can't happen. He's like, what do you mean? He, I was like, no, I care for you. I was like, so I gave him an entire eight ounce bottle mm-hmm. of elderberry. I said, you're going to finish half of it. And I don't want to hear nothing from you. I yeah. don't want you to talk. I want you to drink water. By the end of the day, Malcolm was a whole nother person. Really? The next day he was not sick at all. Wow. True story. Yeah. Okay. And he was like, I'm, I said, you around all this stuff when you first felt it. I said, let's be intentional. Mm-hmm. I said, but you didn't. I said, you came here like Listen, Darth Vader. I was sick for probably a week before I went to the doctor because we traveled for the holidays. Yeah. So I'm like, at first I was in Houston. I was like, I really don't feel like sitting in a hospital like on my holiday vacation. So I'm just wait till I get back to Jackson. So yeah, yeah I was stronger, sick stronger, for yeah. like a week before I even went to the doctor for it. And I figured uh, it's not getting better. I need to just go ahead and go to the doctor because I almost debated that yeah. <laughs> to going. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, let's yeah. see, let's see, let's see your journey be very, very different this season. Yeah. But you're gonna have to be consistent. The only way it's not gonna work is if you don't take it. Yeah. Only way it's not gonna work is if you continue to do some of the same things, expect the different results. So as yeah. far as the staying up. Um, we have an energy tea that's all natural that's gonna mm-hmm. be just but loose leaf tea. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like it's not gonna be that crash. Yeah. So if you need that extra little boost, you're gonna get the extra little boost that Seems way. Seems like I need to see you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no yeah, more no more fifteen <laughs> minute. Uh, just come and give us a little bit of time. Okay. Um and let's get you let's get you let's get you right because there's no point and um yeah, because you gonna it's gonna happen again because that your immune system is gonna listen. Be low. Like I'm telling you, I'm literally at the doctor's office like every two months, so often that sometimes I can't even get a shot to get better because they're like, we just gave you one last time, we can't give you a shot every time. Yeah, but I mean, so let's let's pivot a little bit. Okay, how are you gonna? I guess you've helped me a lot just like in this episode. Like, how are you gonna do that for the community in general? Because you know we hear about all of the health issues in Jackson, and I feel like I'm a firm believer right. I do feel like our diet plays a role in our lifestyle. So how are you guys going to work to change the environment? Um, we like Besides the store, we are actually developing a mobile app. Okay. Um, that is going to be able to allow people to get that herbal blessing experience that live in remote places in, in Mississippi. Who yeah. Sometimes call and say, hey, I work six days a week and I can't even get you to you guys, but I, I, I need X, Y, and Z, and I would like X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So, and being able to educate you, and so you can understand that during certain times of the year, you need to have a little more elderberry in your system. Mm-hmm. During certain times of the year, you need to have a little more sea moss in your system. Mm-hmm. And these are the kind of things that we're just excited about because as a lot of folks will come in who already have been reading and already been watching different documentaries. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I've been plant-based for 21 days. I feel amazing. I'm yeah. pooping better. Yeah. My mood swings are gone. Yeah. Like My anxiety has, has been reduced. Mm-hmm. And I've researched these herbs, right? Yeah. And I really want this in a custom blend. Yeah. So <clears throat> we have the, the range of those kind of individuals. And we have some folks that come in and say, you know what? My friend told me about you. Uh, I've been seeing their results at work. Mm-hmm. And 
where do I start? Right. Um, and so for folks like that, you know, um, one man was like, you guys just got to come to my house and just hang out with me. So we're doing a cookbook as well. Oh. Just listening to what the community needs and not making it like a real cookbook where you need 8,000 ingredients. Yeah. Um, that's why it's been taking me so long to really come up with the things that I cook at home that are simple yeah. and that are a nice way to transition so that you can get to the point where you'll like a raw kale um, yeah. wrap. Um, yeah. But to say that you ate ribs yesterday and a raw kale wrap is going to be the first thing that you should try, I'm not a fool. Yeah. Um, and I understand that that's not realistic for a lot of people because it wasn't realistic for me. Right. <laughs> that was going to be my question because I will tell you, I took a trip to um, San Francisco. When we started out in LA, we went to San Francisco with my cousins. And I just called my aunt. I said, I feel like literal trash. And I said, I know, you know, she told me to try. She said, try it for two weeks and see how it is. And I lasted a little longer, but my problem is whenever I run into a situation where I get super busy, help goes out the window. So mm-hmm. I stopped going to the gym and I mm-hmm. stopped eating well. So um, another thing is, and I tell people <coughs> this a lot, is that I am an extreme peak at ear. Okay. Where I'm most comfortable eating a lot of things out of... Um, Louisiana, I love seafood, but okay. I, that's another challenge. It's like I would eventually run out of things because, you know, people who are picky eaters, like I'm at the stream level. That means I don't even like to try stuff. If I have interest in trying something, it's going to take me like years <laughs> before I even get to the point. So then I wonder about that. It's like, what do I do after a while when it comes to what to eat and I get bored with things, you know? So... Creativity is, is definitely key, but what I have found as far as my mental capacity has been when I when I was mineral deficient, mm-hmm. then I thought the same exact way. If it wasn't French fries, red beans, and a hamburger po' boy or a hot sauce <coughs> po' boy, you were, and I wasn't even as bad as you as far as just only eating seafood. I mm-hmm. only ate beef for real and chicken, and if it wasn't fried, don't give it to me. And if it wasn't French fries, I didn't want it. You know what? I did not. I told people when I first got here, they were like, well, do you eat beef and chicken? I was like, first of all, this is why... The issues I have with my diet makes sense. Beef really makes me sick, like yeah. immediately. <laughs> so, and I'm down for a few days. Gotcha. So, in general, I didn't consume a lot of meat outside of seafood in general because it would make me sick. That's anyway. what I said. So, I was worse so, than you. Like, I wouldn't even. I didn't even really care about that. So, yeah. folks like you um, certainly will start on that sea plant journey mm. um, because it really isn't the seafood that you're that you love. It's the iodine, the way it's boiled, the way it's cooked. This is Unless true. Unless you yeah. are around here taking a head, a whole shrimp, yeah. pulling off the head and or not even pulling off the head, eating it just with you know just out straight up out the yeah. water because I have visited countries and been places where that is the norm as well. Yeah, and so maybe because of the fact that um, you know, you hang out in uh, Thailand and your and your homeboys like, oh, we're going to my auntie's house and they're serving crickets mm-hmm. and that's a real big deal and it's really really good and I'm like, okay, I have to respect this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna you know eat that. So protein Ooh. and what that looks yeah. like and. Folks saying, I absolutely need these things. I've, I've really realized that it's really the way things are seasoned. This is true. Unless you're eating those things raw. So, yeah. yes, I lived in D.C. Yes, I have eaten raw beef because you're with your Ethiopian homeboy. Mm-hmm. And he orders it. And you don't want to be rude. And I'm like, this is straight up tartare. But this is beef. Like, this yeah. is raw beef. And that's when I knew that I wasn't obsessed with beef for real. Because yeah. I did not like yeah. that beef. I like the way you put that cheese on it when you... So, you know, fry it on yeah. up and hook it up real good. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I was obsessed with. And yeah. so once I was able to realize those kinds of things or eat undercooked chicken, 
I was like, oh, that is not cooked. What yeah. is that, right? And so those are the kind of things that you got to really wrap your head around. And so most times when we have issues with food or we have food allergies, mm-hmm. it's really you don't have the necessary minerals to maybe break it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are a lot of folks that are obsessed with seafood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are a lot of different kind of roots and different kind of uh, wheat gluten and things that you can use. And then you season it up in the same exact vein. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a spot in Atlanta that had some fried shrimp. Of course, it wasn't fried shrimp. It was some kind of like burdock root or some kind of root. Mm-hmm. And the way they seasoned it up, you would not know okay. <laughs> that it was not shrimp yeah. for real. And except for the fact that you don't have any peel or anything like mm-hmm. that to have to deal with that might be on the ends of a, of a fried shrimp mm-hmm. that you might not get outside of New Orleans if it was on a po' boy. Because I've done, I've seen that before. I'm like, yeah. why did they pull those off? It's in a po' yeah. boy. Yeah. Like, that's so off the chain. Like, they would li- just leave the little butterfly yeah. on there. Oh, I thought that was cute. I'm like, no, that yeah. is not cute. We don't do that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but that was a New Orleans-style place in New York. And I was yeah. like, this is horrible. Yeah. Like, everything that they had tried to do was, 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 a, was a horrible um, exactly. I was like, what is, they were fusing things that shouldn't yeah. have been fused, but, uh, <laughs> well, I have a question. Yeah. Um, I guess, especially for people who want to go, um, plant-based. One thing I learned is that people get rid of, I think it's called synthetic, but people replace it when they go vegan with other synthetic things that aren't good. So people always think going so, vegan is, no, it's definitely not healthy. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. say like, okay, you cut meat and you think that's healthy, but then you replace it with things that are also like fake and synthetic and you really are doing the same thing you oh, were doing yeah, before. Yeah. And some of them are even worse, uh, for sure. Um, but what I tell folks is that you can't knock everybody's process. Right. So like, um, some people before, before they go or never get to plant-based, which is fine. Um, they like their mock meat. Mm-hmm. Right, um, Beyond Meat, Impossible Burgers, mm-hmm. all these different kind of, 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 of faux meat kind of products. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe how they transition uh, into the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> if that's the way you like to transition to a lifestyle, cool. Um, for me, um, I didn't like hot dogs when mm-hmm. I ate meat. So yeah, for me I to never like, like hot dogs. So for me to like <laughs> make a, a faux hot dog mm-hmm. just didn't even make any sense to me. So yeah. we're plant-based. Mm-hmm. We encourage a plant-based diet that are really just plants. And it's you have to be tricky with that because a lot of people are now starting to say their products are plant-based, mm-hmm. but then they have other stuff in them just like the other, like we we're talking about, just got to read the back of labels, right. right? And make that choice for yourself. We're all adults. Um, but for anybody who's saying, you know, I'm tired of um, having fibroids or I'm tired of having mm-hmm. anxiety or I'm tired of having high blood pressure, um, I would tell them to Google the benefits of a plant-based diet for their particular ailment, yeah. which is what we tell them in the shop to do. And then you ask yourself why not as mm-hmm. opposed to why, because that's a choice that you have to make for yourself. Once again, you can have this cookbook or you can have this app, mm-hmm. but if you're not committed to using them, then they're just mm-hmm. one thing that you're saying that you have that's will eventually sit on the shelves. And so what we've been noticing is that people are very serious. Yeah. They're really tired of being sick. Yeah, I am, (laughs) you know, like I said, they've probably heard this before, but like I am literally tired because it's like, not only is it happening, um, it's starting to happen more and more often. Before it would be like, oh, you may be sick, you know, four times a year, but like Mm -hmm. 
every two months. It was every three months. Now it's like every two months I'm looking it up. So, uh, yeah. Um, so I want to pivot a little bit. Um, the first question I've had. So you stayed a lot of places. Even when mm-hmm. I um, got your number, I was like, oh, this is a, isn't a 504 number. No. So I guess my question is what made Jackson be the destination? Of course, my preference is like, you know, it seems like it would be easier it wouldn't be easier to be in New Orleans, but it's more natural to have your type of business. So out of all the places you've stayed, like how did you say Jackson is the home? So um, I probably could have two different answers. The, mm-hmm. the, the funnier one um, is the first time I came to visit here, I, I lived in D.C. I was a staff attorney for a nonprofit. Okay. And we were all around a table kind of like this as staff mm-hmm. members mm-hmm. and they asked who was going to go to Mississippi to transition into the new work that we were starting to do down here with the school to prison pipeline. And I guess I wasn't paying attention, Mm -hmm. so my name was called. Mm -hmm. No one else wanted to go to Mississippi. And they were like, you're going to be assigned to Mississippi too. And I was like, cool. They were like, you okay with that? I was like, I'm from New Orleans. It's almost the same. And they were like, Okay, great. <laughs> and it was like the wait, and I was—I I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. I was rather excited. And so the first time I came down here, uh, I met the partners that I, we were working with. And did you come guy, to Jackson? You came to Jackson. Okay, came to Jackson. Flew to Jackson. Um, got a little lost on eighty. And um, met the first guy, and he said, "We don't need you, outsider here." And some oh yeah, other stuff. <laughs> it's like my first meeting, and I was like, "Wait, I thought I, was, I thought you were the person I was supposed to be like working with." Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Yeah, they made some errors." And I was like, "Well, I don't know what errors you're talking about." I was like, "But let me sit down with you." And we ended up becoming real good friends. Mm-hmm. But it was really ironic that that was the first encounter I had. Yeah. And we were at uh, the Penguin. Okay. And that's the only restaurant that I knew existed for a long time before yeah. I actually asked them. I said, y'all know that I can get off the street. Like, can y'all take me somewhere else, please? Like, I'm really from New Orleans. Like, yeah. please take me somewhere else. And so um, that next time I came down, it snowed. Okay. And I was so upset because I was like, wait, it's snowing. Did you see how the city shut, shut down opposed Which, to, yeah, like, yeah. D.C.? <laughs> and I got in the car because I guess... Um, me living in D.C. and I went to the Kroger. It was totally empty. Yeah. At the time I was making smoothies. I got my smoothie stuff and I went to the NAACP ready for the for the opening. They were like, "Oh yeah, everybody's at the Capitol." And I was like, "Okay, well, some people do move around in the in the yeah. snow." So we had our our, our uh, unveiling of the school to prison pipeline report that my nonprofit that I worked for at the time, Advancement Project, they were in charge of it. And this older gentleman told me that I had more work to do here, mm. and his name was Frank Figures. Make a long story short, Frank Figures is a was was a very good friend of my husband's grandfather, mm-hmm. Shelby Johnson, whose face is is part of the ancestral altar. And so one day, Mr. Figures came into the shop. He said, "How do y'all know Shelby Johnson?" I was like, "Oh, that's Eric's grandfather." Yeah. And this is the same man that told me I had more work to do here. So mm-hmm. it was so freakish that five years before I moved, or six years before I actually moved here. This man told me that I had a purpose here larger than myself. Mm-hmm. And he was an elder. And I was like, okay, that's cute. <laughs> Let me get back. You know, so I've, 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 I've piggybacked for about two years between here and D.C. And I, li- I, I hung out in Greenwood. I hung out in Greenville. I hung out at Meridian. Hung out here a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I started working at Tuvalu for the president okay. as her special assistant. And I did that for about five years until mm-hmm. she retired. Mm-hmm. And then we had already opened up Herbal Blessings mm-hmm. in the interim. So it just made sense for me to transition to where 
my family was mm -hmm. and our son is the CEO so <laughs> he's totally in charge and as a breastfeeding mama mm -hmm. that's my primary job uh, in the shop so if you come in sometimes you know, it's a very family friendly kid yeah. friendly environment um, where we are definitely breastfeeding friendly yeah um, because the primary person who's getting milk is always getting milk <laughs> um, and so this is a fun little time uh, mm -hmm. so out of all the places I've lived, this is the only place that I had a child and a husband in. Okay. So it, it means a lot to me. But mm -hmm. I've lived everywhere from Lagos, Nigeria. Oh, wow. To Sydney, Australia. Bungendore, for real. Bungendore, if anybody in here know about Bungendore, it's like the Alabama, Mississippi of Australia. Oh, wow. Uh, I was the first black person to ever be in a gro the grocery store there. And little girl thought I was Beyonce, so I knew. Wow. <laughs> I said, well, you cannot be looking at me. I said, no way. And so her mom was a little embarrassed, and we had a little moment. I said, it's okay. I said, I'm the first black person you ever seen in public. Yeah. And only person you ever seen is Beyonce. Maybe she might have bought them to Beyonce. Yeah. So um, I guess when you've lived so many places that are so, so different, mm -hmm. I don't compare them. I just love humans. Yeah. And Jackson has some pretty cool humans yeah. in it that just really are excited about new things that come, yeah. especially when it's something that we want. Mm -hmm. And so when I say we, I live here too. So I'm not, although I'm not a Jacksonian, I certainly am a Jackson resident. Mm -hmm. And so as a Jackson resident, I like things to be where I am. Yeah. I like to be able to say I didn't have to order that offline. Or yeah. I didn't have to wait on hold for 30 minutes to even talk to somebody about returning something. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just a, something that we knew we wanted. And folks kept saying, why don't y'all open up a store? Yeah. You know, like, you know, we had elderberry for a while. Yeah. Uh, and folks were like, are you going to sell it? Because my son had never had an antibiotic, the mm. opposite of what you guys are experiencing. We've never been to the, to the yeah. doctor unless for his little weight checkups. Mm. Um, but other than that, you know... And people saw that and saw how much weight my husband had lost, saw mm -hmm. so that, that I didn't have the same pain issues that I was having before. And I was always had a heating pad or yeah. some long paws on yeah. me from, from my neck and stuff like yeah. that. And so they were like, you not. I said, no, I'm not inflamed anymore. Yeah. But I stopped eating the fried chicken too. Yeah. And I started taking sea moss every day. Yeah. So you have to be intentional. So when people are tired, you can't, nobody stop them. Mm -hmm. And so I was sick and tired of being sick and tired yeah literally and so a lot of other folks that's really the community that we cater to folks that are open folks that are learning folks that share with us hey do you know about this herb it grows in my grandmother's backyard that mm -hmm. does this and we receive it all so yeah. it's like a learning place as opposed to i'm the expert melvin yeah. you, can't tell me anything. <laughs> you know come on in here and let me show you what i know yeah it's the exact opposite i can learn as much from melvin as he can learn from me mm -hmm. i can learn as much from you actually as you can learn from me so the things that i say i don't say them just because i know them it's because other people are experiencing them uh Older men are coming back in talking about they pleasing they women on a regular. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Thank you for something I really wouldn't imagine you were doing, Mr. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> At 87, right? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not thinking about you and your wife uh, yeah. making nobody love. He's like, you making sweet love. I said, well, I'm so glad. He closed his eyes. I said, oh, my. Oh, wow. uh, or, you know, the text you get with the person and they're big poop. And they don't, they didn't, they only poop. Yeah. two or three times a month for real and that's their normal scene i'm yeah. like no you eating like you gotta be pooping every day and they send you the picture of the poop no name but you kind of know who it is based on the conversation <laughs> like, i see you boo <laughs> you really that pooping. is hilarious I, I can't make this up <laughs> I, I, can, I, can, I can show them to you and we're 
my gosh. This is a first on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> Melvin also wants to see poop. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can't make it up. I, I cannot. I won't make it up. I well, can't make it up. We're going to take a break here. We'll uh, talk about the poop when we come back. <laughs> The Mississippi Party Bus is a party bus rental company that provides a safe and fun VIP style excursion rental service for the metro area as well as the state of Mississippi at affordable prices. The Mississippi Party Bus can be used for any occasion desired such as birthdays, bachelor bachelorette parties, weddings, graduation, and prom. Customers can party safely while getting transported to different locations. Check them out on social media and book your next event now. And remember, the motto of the Mississippi Party Bus is, we drive, you ride, and you party. Update, the poop look healthy. <laughs> um, so this has been a really good conversation. I am definitely going to have to see her because um, I know I'm definitely at a place where I am tired of being sick. Um, tired of being tired, uh, you know, a laundry list of things. Um, so, uh, so my final question is, I usually ask transplants mm-hmm. if there's some advice they want to give or if there's some places they want to go, obviously they should be visiting your store. Um, so what else do you have for these people? Uh, let's see. Um, advice about Jackson, cause I was about to say advice about Mississippi, but I'll keep it specific. Uh, I would say... Some of my favorite places to hang out before my son, Mm because these places now with the son would be lame. (laughs) Um, So I used to enjoy hanging out at um, Aladdin to eat. Um, I like Bravo to eat. Um, Dr. Juice Cleanse uh, is a new one for me on Lynch Street. Oh, I've never uh, heard of It's that a one. cold juice bar. Oh, what? Um, right around the corner. It's in West Jackson. Okay. Uh, home so it of, must home be young like going towards Ellis then, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Definitely, definitely in West Jackson. That's something new. Um, I would say, surprisingly, there is a really cool bar scene mm-hmm. in Jackson. Uh, and so some of my favorite places to get drinks uh, used to be Johnny T's. Mm-hmm. I have not had a, a, a strong drink in a minute, mm-hmm. but I used to like going to Johnny T's. When Ping was, when Penguin exists, that was like home. I yeah. didn't know that there were other restaurants yeah. for the longest. Um, you know, the interesting thing is um, when I got knocked up, which is what I call it, <laughs> but once I got knocked up, and didn't drink all that time, mm-hmm. and then some time after, I waited a long time after before I started drinking again, alcohol hits a different way now. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, and I know my people from home will be very disappointed at my tolerance now, because <laughs> I can have like a medium daiquiri and be sleeping. Good, good luck with me even trying to do one of those between the sugar and the liquor alone. I would oh, yeah, I would imagine. And you I'd know what? I do know when you go a long, long time without having sugar, stuff doesn't even really taste oh, good that, anymore. Oh, yeah, that, that's so sweet. Like, yeah. Oh, oh and I used to, I, used to, I mean, you saw, I, I didn't stop eating that stuff because it wasn't good. So, yeah. like, I used to love a turtle a turtle cake that they used oh. to make at a lot of those bakeries in the end of, Yeah. To the point where I could have turned into a turtle. Yeah. So, I can only imagine how sweet a an actual like turtle cake mm-hmm. would be to me right now. I don't even know what I would do. Yeah. Uh, for real. But no, we do get our sweet on. Don't get yeah. me wrong. We have we have things that we fool with. Agave, yeah. you know, my son likes muffins. We mm-hmm. like he likes 
We're going to make him some oatmeal cookies recently. We're going to yeah. do it, try to do it together so he can be a part of the process. Yeah. Um, and so, no, we eat pancakes. Yeah. Uh, we just don't eat pancakes with uh, egg in it and, and uh, dairy, you know. Right. We, we got nut milk and we got flax seeds. So there mm-hmm. are always ways to transition to that lifestyle. Yeah. It's, it's certainly not hard. It's just, like you said, you have to be a little more creative, a little more mm-hmm. vigilant. But I had to realize that fruit was my best friend mm-hmm. and that, like, on the go, mm-hmm. it's easier and quicker for me to go to Kroger or go to my local grocery store and go to the produce section and check out than it would be for you to get out the Chick-fil-A line. At, yeah, at the peak me. at the peak of 12 o'clock. You probably o'clock, have a point. <laughs> at the peak of 12 o'clock. So when my people send me, oh, I'm in a rush. I got to go to the drive-thru. I said, at the, in rush hour time, I said, you're spending 15, 20 minutes and, you know, in those lines sometimes. I said, mm. maybe longer if you go inside. I said, by that time, I'm out the store and I'm yeah. eating my cashews. Yeah. I was like, so you just have to think about food differently. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you have food that fills your belly, but it doesn't fill your cells. Mm. And so you want to have nutrient-dense food as much as possible. So if you know you're going to be on the go mm-hmm. and you don't even have time to go to the Kroger, you go, you know, you went before and just mm-hmm. grab you four apples. I promise you four apples is going to fill you up. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't think it will, mm-hmm. but... Uh, five piece nugget in the fry is gonna fill you up just as much as them four apples as far as your belly feeling full mm-hmm. but it's gonna feel different because you are going to digest them apples faster so you don't yeah. have to eat again yeah. you know what I mean so that's what that's what we're not used to because mm-hmm. it's not three meals a day that's a standard American diet standard S mm-hmm. American A diet D is sad mm-hmm. <laughs> so we don't try to we don't eat a sad diet yeah you know so y'all asked me for some other poop and I want to say this on the record this is <laughs> not healthy poop oh, but it okay. came out you see what I'm saying yeah and so that's that coagulation that's that stuff on the side of the walls but yeah. they said this was mine this is his you know yeah and this is what this is my life yeah like I get you it get poop yeah, yeah listen this is why you know this has to be the best podcast in the city right now because nobody <laughs> else is discussing poop on their podcast yeah you the one definitely uh unleash the unleash the pooping the beast but i just want to make sure that you what i was saying you yeah know, some people will, will tell you certain things but no this has been really really cool uh to talk to y'all today so yeah, as far as i, I appreciate being you a transplant here. yeah that's what i'm called cool yeah. i don't know what they call us but uh i definitely uh live in jackson yeah yeah just like other folks when they do they think they live in those cities too yeah. uh so i don't think there has to be a line or a separation you know i'm not uh, I'm sure there's some other banter going on that mm-hmm. I'm not aware of that might be on Instagram. Yeah. But uh, folks may or may not disagree with me, but we're at the end of the day, we're all humans. Yeah. Um, we're all trying to do our thing. Yeah. Whether we're from here or not, mm-hmm. we choose to all be here. Yeah. Because if yeah. you live here, then it, whether you think it's a choice or not. Yeah. And if you say, well, I could do so much better somewhere else, it's you. It you know, that's the, the conversation the people have. It ain't, a lot. it ain't you, it's the city. Yeah. I, if I was in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, unless you, you know. Let's, you have some Dallas Ferry yeah. juice, you know, and you don't have no go-get about yourself. Yeah. You're going to be in Dallas. Well, that's an interesting conversation. Anything. I was going to rap, but, like, since you brought that up, <laughs> what do you think about, because I guess my biggest issue, and that's just personally for what I've experienced and people in general, is just the pay here sucks so bad. And sometimes when you do step outside of the border in any direction, you automatically going to get twice the salary. Then say that. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, you know, you got to be specific about yeah. what you're saying for real. But if you say you about to get Like, on, your whole life. Like, yeah, it's like, like a magic yeah, formula yeah. for things getting better. Yeah. yeah. So, certainly, as far as your access to certain kind of yeah. jobs, your access to certain kind of things. I mean, if you have a certain kind of career and mm. people are not aging out of that career in this location, just yeah. by industry standards alone, you got to... You gotta go, but to say that you know Atlanta gonna put you on because it's, it's Atlanta. Well, you know Atlanta is a place where people feel like they have to do like a total makeover. Like they dress differently, they talk differently, they hang <laughs> with different people. You know, so yeah, I don't know why people don't feel. I feel like I'm constantly reinventing myself, but for myself, not necessarily yeah. for. It's things like I need to work on yeah. on my own, but um, that's your lifelong learning. Yeah, you, that's just different. Some people are not yeah. lifelong learners. I lived in Atlanta too. I yeah. went to Spelman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, most of these big cities that were that people be like, "Oh, I'm, I can't believe you've ever had an opportunity." I said, "No, I've lived there." Yeah. But if you have, I said, "I live there too." Yeah. You, I've lived there too. Well, that's the thing I'm learning, even because for me, my time here has been very challenging. But it's better because it's more work I'm doing on myself opposed to like my environment. Yeah. So that's the interesting thing. It's the hard thing because yeah. I, I love to hate Jackson for a while. But oh. the interesting thing is really it's just me, you know? Yeah. Uh, mostly some of y'all are some haters, but mostly it's me, you know? So uh <laughs> I love it. Some of them just gonna hate just to hate, huh? Yeah, you know, some people can make your life difficult, but then like a part of growth is learning how to react to that yep. as well, you know. Yep, yep. And not you know, understanding that that should not change how you are, what you feel about yourself, and what you've accomplished, really. So that's Certainly just true. growth, Certainly and that's true. some advice for transplants too, y'all. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah. So where can people follow you? I'm gonna put this in the show notes too, but okay. where can people follow you guys? Uh, so we are at underscore Herbal Blessings on Instagram and on Facebook. We are have a much longer name, but I guess our Shorthand is at N-U-K-E-M-E-T, mm-hmm. uh, New Kemet. But it's Plant-Based Family Presents Herbal Blessings. Mm-hmm. So we start off with Plant-Based Family first, just pr- really trying to provide our community with more information that we learn. Mm-hmm. And then the store came out afterwards. Yeah. Um. So, and then we have a website, newkemet.com, mm-hmm. N-U-K-E-M-E-T.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and my son has his own lemonade line that apparently has taken off on its own. Oh. Um, that uh, we'll probably start an Instagram page for. But if you follow us or have ever drank EJ's Lemonade is probably the best <clears throat> beverage that you'll have that doesn't have any processed sugar in it um, Ooh, on the planet. So yeah, make, Guys, I've been making a note of everything she's been talking. What's your daughter's name? Alex. Alex will certainly enjoy EJ's she Lemonade. She loves Lemonade because she just started oh. drinking it oh well she's gonna think she's a big girl because so, this is um this is definitely big kid okay big big kid stuff and so his face is on there but it's definitely taking off on a movement a lady had a shirt i didn't even know my son had ej lemonade shirts and i was like can i get one of those what? like i'm like <laughs> She said, oh, girl, she was like, this is my boo. And I was like, I'm his mama. <laughs> so, you know, I, I had to respect her mind. She, yeah. she took her she, she t- took her, her uh, information from her bottle and had somebody make her a T-shirt. What? And so I was yeah. like, wow, I didn't know that folks felt that way yeah. uh, about, about his stuff. So yeah. um, it's just cool to be able to be in there and make new stuff. Uh, so uh, if you're curious about herbal blessings, come get your herbal blessings, as we say. Come yeah. get your experience. So, okay. uh, Melvin, I'm putting you on the spot because my husband, I think he claimed, uh, what's, shoot, I'm supposed to know this, Shady Oaks? Shady Oaks. Shady Oaks Hot Boy. Yeah, okay. that's definitely what he probably Wait, what used to this? do. Shady Oaks Hot Boy? What is this Hot Boy discussion? <laughs> Baby. <and> it, <laughs> what is, 
We don't own. Do you see how she got real hype? We don't own the word hot boy. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? We don't I was own, like, we got hot boys just, out just, here. Like those two common words. You see, she was really hot boy. Hot girls are like. Whoa. <laughs> I was just saying. I, I didn't mean, know there was some hot boys out here. I mean, yes, girl. Yes, they got hot boys here. Master P had opened up Jackson well before the hot boys was here. So, no, culturally, I would say that Jackson. I met some people in Jackson that know more about New Orleans music than I do. And I respect their mind on mm-hmm. that. Because uh, I did not go see my classmates' performance on Friday. But you couldn't tell so nobody So, let me tell else. you something. I When I saw the... The announcement for the PJ Morton concert, I was like, I had time to buy tickets. These people don't know anything about PJ Morton. No. Sold yeah, out, you, sis. Yeah, you got Sold it. out. Yeah. I was very upset by I bet that. You were. I bet you were. <laughs> Sold out. Because I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to see him when I go. Because I'll be going home for uh, Christmas, but I'm pretty sure he's probably not going to be playing. He's probably going to be like, I don't know. Like I said, on I know. He's just Paul Jr. to me, so yeah. I, I was just going to go if I had uh, been able to get a babysitter just to, I don't even know a whole lot of songs, I've just been with to mess yeah. with him, because uh, we went to undergrad together, but oh, I, I, so I grew cool. up uh, at Greater St. Stephen's when we didn't go to church, so. Oh, wow. No, uh-uh. So, look, the previous uh, person I had on the episode, Kevin, he went to the concert, and I was just talking about, um, I'm not sure if we had the conversation on air or off, but we were just talking about how... He came from like gospel oh, and like, and he transitioned to that. So he was explaining um, some of the performances in the audience, the people who are opening, some things were uncomfortable for them. I was like, you know, it's interesting, you know, like how he turned out, because I just knew mm. he probably was going to be following his ah. parents' footsteps. No, in undergrad, he had a lot of secular. He wrote for NDIRE and a bunch of other folks. Uh-huh. So I mean, I just know some of that stuff. He was doing we... that in undergrad? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yep. 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 So mm-hmm. no, I just know that when we used to go to dinner, because he had the guap, mm-hmm. that um, those things <laughs> were kind of happening. You know what I mean? So no, yeah. I, as far as his career, I'm proud of him. But to mm-hmm. see, I know a whole lot about it. And then my little cousin D1, when he come here, he, oh, shuts, your cousin? he shuts it down. Augustine. Yeah, I know. They're, he, like, yeah, there's big friends here. 13 girls that the Gabriel men... Yeah, and they all married Augustine LeBlanc, C. Nance, oh. I have a lot of cousins. I wasn't joking. <laughs> oh. A lot. So, yeah, 13 girls, one boy. Yeah. And that first generation that was born here from Haiti. Absolutely, yeah. my family is yeah. ridiculously huge. I would never marry a man from New Orleans. You know what? I tell people that, too. he would probably too. be my cousin. Unfortunately, that does not sound well for me to represent my so well. My aunt was marrying my cousin. But I, <laughs> but I tell people I probably would have. But the good thing is my husband went to Southern, so I got someone. Um, yeah, he was there for like five years, yeah, five, six years. So, yeah, that was sufficient for me. True story. I was in D.C. A friend of mine was like, oh, I really want you to meet this other lawyer friend of mine. Y'all remind me of each other. I was like, okay, cool. I didn't know in his head he was trying to set us up. Me and him started talking, and he was like, oh, wow, my grandmother's from New Orleans. Mm-mm. And I was like, okay, cool. And he was like, Inez, uh, I said, Pitts? <laughs> He's like, how you? I said, because that's my great aunt. <laughs> it's a long story short, that's my favorite cousin, but no, yeah. not like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... Uh, Sydney and I were spazzing because I was like, we're all the way in Maryland. And I was like, I heard that I had a lawyer cousin, um, but they told me you're an attorney general. You know, cousins get things confused. I said, you not attorney general. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know. <coughs> so I was like, wow, this is so freakish. And so yeah. he called his grandmother and yeah, she was like, well, how? I said, no, August, your brother is my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And I make it a point to know some of the women in our family. Yeah. Otherwise, 
I would not have known if that was my cousin. Right, right. Because he said Inez Pitts with me having a Gabriel, so no. Listen, I'm still meeting cousins. My closest cousins right now are cousins I just met oh, yeah, yeah. like a few years ago. <laughs> so That's why But I uh, even here, because, you know, everybody says they have family in Mississippi, and I'm like, I don't have family. My maiden name is Theodore, so I came across several Theodores in Jackson and then learned wow. they were related on my, and not like distant. Like, wow. they're close. It's just that, you know, family don't stay in touch. Yeah. We don't really do family reunions right, like that. Wow. But there's a gang of them here, and they are, like, my family are on the coast of Mississippi okay. as well. But, uh, no, yeah. I got one cousin from Greenville. Yeah. One. That's it. I mean, I probably got through marriage with some other folks, but yeah. no, I know the one. She live in New York, but, yeah, yeah she's, from, she's from Greenville. Yeah. And, uh, yep. No, we... We deep, but yeah. they didn't. They didn't move here like that. And I'm sure we have a few that are probably straggling. But no, I, I love living here. Like, mm. uh, like I said, uh, outside of Johannesburg, South Africa, Jack Jackson excites me the same. Oh wow! You know, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, Look, I need to get my mindset together, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I love this little place. So you know, I thank y'all for having me. Today. Yeah, thank you so much. And um, to everyone else, you can follow me on Jackson at Jackson Transplants on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, spell GXN. Email me at jacksontransplants at gmail.com. I have a newsletter now, so make sure you guys subscribe using that link in the show notes. Um, shout out to Small World Studio um, for the music as well as the uh, equipment. And to 242 Korea for recording this podcast. And I will talk to you later next week. Bye.